Welcome to the Fit People Problems Podcast with your host, Rowan Edmonds. Fit People Problems will feature a guest each week to discuss the ups and downs of women's fitness. Rowan and her guests will cover topics from the potential harms of a fitness journey to turning a passion into a career. Tune in every Monday at 1. And now, here's your host, Rowan Edmonds. All right, welcome to episode four of the Fit People Problems podcast. I'm your host, Rowan Edmonds, and today I have my friend Sydney Schuster here with me. Sydney, how are you? Oh, you know, living my best life. (laughs) Good. So today we're going to talk about how social media affects personal image and weight loss. So first things first that I ask all of my guests when they come on, on here is, Sydney, tell me about like your background with fitness and like how you got into it. So my background, like I never did sports growing up. I was the awkward music kid, did theater, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Even at Piedmont, I still did music when I was here. Mm -hmm. Um, But my junior year of high school, I kind of got a rude awakening, went to the doctors. They told me I was overweight and I said, okay, well, that's fun. (laughs) So I made a deal with my mom that if I started walking the dog more and all that stuff and I lost a little weight, she'd get me a gym membership. I ended up losing 10 pounds and never stopped, I guess you yeah. could say. <laughs> and I've, like, in the last, gosh, I'm 24 now. So however oh God, many you're years, so old. However many years <laughs> that's been since I'm junior in high school. I think I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, I've hit a lot of different plateaus, goals, all that stuff when it comes to fitness. And, like, it's always changing, but I never stopped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what is it like, because you mentioned just starting off with just like walking, how has it gone from just walking to where you are now? Because you and I work out a good bit together. Like I know what it's like, but for our audience. Well, I guess just walking wasn't enough for me. Like it got to a point where it just, I lost motivation to do it. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I need to try something new. Mm -hmm. And so once I hit that 10 pound mark and my mom was like, okay, you showed me that you want to do this. Let's go get you a gym membership. And Mm -hmm. I started going to the gym. And of course, when you're new to the gym, there's a lot of gym anxiety and stuff like that. So I had to push through that and still being very overweight as a teenager, going to the gym and seeing all these people and like getting online and seeing how people are in the gym. It was very weird to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think social media affected that? So a lot of people on social media, when it comes to the fitness world, they promote this smallest image of yourself. Like you want to be as small as you can be. Mm -hmm. And so when I was first starting, you know, being overweight and still being very young and learning all that stuff, it was very hard because like I wanted to be the smallest version of myself. So I ended up like with starving myself, becoming like disordered eating, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, heavy amounts of cardio in the gym. Like, I don't think I touched weights till I came to Piedmont as a freshman. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing, like, pictures of you, like, on your Instagram and stuff when you were in high school Mm -hmm. and, like, progress pictures that you would post. And, like, you did, like – I didn't know you when you were in high school, obviously, but when I first met you at Piedmont, I think you were a senior and I was a freshman. I think I was a junior. You, yeah, you were a junior and you were hosting like yoga classes yeah. on campus. And I was coming to those with like my boyfriend and like a couple of our yeah. other friends. And I was thinking like, wow, she's so fit. And then like I we like got a little bit closer. Yeah. Anyway, as we started to get closer and I like found your Instagram and stuff, I was like, oh, wow. So she used to be like, yeah, she used to be overweight. I yeah. was like, that's really interesting to see, like, how she went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. You know? So, like, 
like you just said, one extreme, like I was extremely overweight and then I ended up getting extremely underweight and like mm-hmm. very unhealthy. So my freshman year that I was here, I was sick all the time, mm-hmm. but I still would push myself. I would still go to the gym. I would still go to yoga because it wasn't until my junior year that I actually started teaching yoga at Piedmont. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things where the extremes and social media definitely influences that because that's all we see. You see people eating healthy, people working out and you see all the like titles of the videos like and like ads even on Facebook, Instagram, all mm-hmm. of them about like lose 10 pounds in one week or become which is just realistically not possible. No. Like not healthily possible to lose 10 pounds in a week. I when I had covid I lost 15 pounds in a week because I wasn't eating. I yeah. ate a can of peaches a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just sat on my butt and was sick the entire time. And but. it was one of those, like, it's not realistic mm-hmm. unless, like, you are doing that disordered eating, which I feel like social media definitely influences. Yeah, I feel like disordered eating is definitely glorified yes. on social media from whether it's binging to purging to restricting. Yes. Even though I'm in a better mindset now at the gym, like there's still days you struggle with it. It doesn't matter how hard you work towards it, like what kind of recovery you do, you're still going to struggle with it because it's one of those things, it's in your brain. Yeah. Once it's in your brain, you can't get it out. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of that, like how do you think that your changes with your body over the past couple of years has affected your mental health? So I still have days like where I see myself as that 16, 17 year old that was extremely overweight. Like Mm -hmm. I have very bad mental days. I see that or I see like who I was when I was still doing extreme amounts of cardio and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. I'm very happy with how I am now, Mm -hmm. but there are still days where I'm just like, okay, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. But it's like, I look at pictures of myself from a year ago where I saw a picture and I was just like, man, I look so fat in that picture. And then I look at Mm -hmm. it now and I'm like, what was I thinking? I look at pictures like that, like pictures of me from high school. I used to think that I was so, I was like, I'm five foot nine. I I was 130 pounds in high school, no muscle mass, like all just skin and bones. And in high school, I thought I was so overweight. I look at me now compared to when I was in high school, I was like, what is wrong with me? And like, it even goes to like, when I would post pictures of the food I was eating and I would be like, why did I force myself to eat that kind of stuff when I really wanted this? Like, there are ways that you can still lose weight, gain muscle, do mm-hmm. all that stuff, eat what you want. Yeah. But I, it's just, like, moderation type stuff. Yeah. I had, like, a really bad – I recently stopped tracking my food, I think. Yeah. Like, end of November, beginning of December, because I was going through a lot of health issues, like, sickness-wise. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped tracking my food, and I kept telling myself, I'll get back into it, I'll get back into it. But it was such a pressure of tracking yeah. my food and, like, being hyper-aware of what I was eating. I was like, if I just want a piece of cake, I'm going to go get a piece yeah. of cake. And it's like, even trying to go out to eat and stuff, I would always, like, I would have anxiety going out to eat when mm-hmm. it comes to tracking food. Because you're like, oh my gosh, what, how many calories are in this? How many macros mm-hmm. are in this? Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there, like... For me, at least, I'd sit there and be like, okay, I have to get a salad because I can figure out what's in that and all that stuff. Like Mm -hmm. if you go to a Mexican restaurant and get a burrito smothered with cheese, you're looking at it and you're like, I don't know how much cheese that's on there. Mm -hmm. I need the exact measurements and I can't log it. Yeah, and it's and, yeah. stressful. Whenever my biggest thing is, and to this day I struggle with this, is when I go to a restaurant and they have the calories on the yes. menu, yes. it is so stressful and like i'll go with like my boyfriend cam yeah and he'll sit down and look at the menu and immediately he grabs it from me he's like you can't look at it and it's yeah. like i've never had issues with eating disorders thankfully i've had mm-hmm. little moments here and there like i'm sure everybody has but yeah you know if there's just like a menu with the calories on it i just can't look at it yeah and that's another thing like that's on social media is like oh 
I made this today. And then at the end, it shows you how many calories are in it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's always like 200 to 400 calories. And you're like, you're eating a meal? Yeah. And it's only 200 calories? Yeah. It doesn't... I eat a meal and it's got probably 800 in exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. And like, don't get me wrong. I'll go to social media all the time to like yeah. find like recipes and stuff on like healthier things. But yeah. You know, sometimes it's just unrealistic, and I feel like that that is super glorified nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to eat X, Y, and Z to look just like this. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true because different body types, different people need different things. People have different health issues like yeah. gluten intolerance, keto, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like some people cannot follow that. Yeah, and thankfully, like, I have a coach right now, mm-hmm. and she helps me with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still going back to the tracking and stuff like that. And it's just the image of trying to track, and you're just like, I haven't done it. I mm-hmm. can't make myself do it right now because I just remember how it was like when I was at Piedmont. It just it kept me from living my life kind of because I was yeah. constantly sitting on my phone being like, OK, I have to get this first. And I wouldn't take a bite of my food until I was finished tracking. Yeah. And that was like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes away. it takes a hot minute. And yeah, yeah, I used to have for the viewers, I used to have the same coach. Her mm-hmm. name is Jess. Love her. She's, She's amazing. She is like she was super chill about when I was like, I can't weigh myself and I can't track macros. She was like, that's yeah. totally fine. I don't work with her right now just for time purposes. I don't have the time to really do the lifts and stuff that yeah, she's working yeah. for me so i just put a pause on it for right now but yeah definitely getting a coach can help with that if you oh, can yeah. afford it which... and it's one that understands like mm-hmm. all the aspects of fitness because mm-hmm. i don't know her background but i remember when she was at piedmont and i saw her in the gym all the time it was just one of those people that i just felt like okay I'm comfortable with her and she knows what she's talking about and she makes me feel comfortable with what I'm doing and she's always there for me to go to. Mm-hmm. And so that's very helpful to have a coach like that. Yeah, our coach, she graduated from Piedmont in 2017, which I did not know until mm-hmm. like a couple months ago. I was like, you went to Piedmont? Jess, what? <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway. But to like, what do you do now to sort of combat when you're having like, you know, negative self-talk or toxicity that comes with social media or mm-hmm. just body dysmorphia, body image issues. What do you do now to sort of be like, that's not who I am anymore? Well, it's one of those for me. Like, this is just me personally. I'll look back at old pictures of myself and then I'll look at pictures now and mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Like, stop thinking about that. There's still days where that doesn't even work. So there, I still have days where there's a lot of negative self-talk. There's a lot of negative, like, thoughts that go through my <coughs> mind with how I look Mm -hmm. and getting on social media and seeing all these people who are like very fit and all that stuff. It just makes it worse. So for me, I try and stay off. Mm -hmm. Like I'll go on TikTok or whatever, because most of my TikTok, my for you page is just, it's messed up. (laughs) It's very messed up. It's all over the place. It's a little dark, but (laughs) I think that might be because of the stuff I like because of Mm -hmm. my job. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's just one of those where, and even like, I'll reach out to you sometimes mm-hmm. and be like, I'm having a bad day. You want to go work out yeah, or something I'm, like that? Same. And I'm like, let's go get dinner or something mm-hmm. and just talk. So it's just like putting myself around other people, trying to not think about it and just moving, pushing past it is kind of mm-hmm. how I deal with it at this point. Should I go talk to someone about it? Yeah, that might be Probably. a possibility. <laughs> but if I go into? No, eh. Knowing you, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a very uh, independent person, as a lot of people would say. <laughs> yes. But, you know, you mentioned your job. I know all about your job Mm -hmm. and, like, the struggles you've had to deal with working 12-hour shifts at a time. So how does your job sort of – or does your job 
affect how you feel about yourself and like your personal image and i know mm-hmm. you like got in a pretty bad car wreck a couple months ago yeah. when you're driving home from work so like any injuries that can combat to that as well yeah so my job i mean i don't mind talking about it i work in a jail i'm a corporal mm-hmm. so i'm in law enforcement i'm going to the police academy later this year to hopefully start working patrol and stuff like that so for me like fitness is a big part of that because i need to not only be able to pre- protect myself but be able to protect others mm-hmm. Um, if I have to go hands-on with someone, I need to be able to have the strength and the endurance to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not my goal. I never want to have to do that, but there have been a few moments where I've had to do that. And I see people I work with who aren't that much into fitness and they struggle a little bit. And so for me, that's one of the pros is my fitness helps me a lot when it comes to that stuff. And especially when we have medical emergencies and stuff like these people can't move themselves. I have to move them. Mm -hmm. So I have to be able to lift them and all that stuff. But it's also has the negative side effects, you know, working 12 hour shifts, Um, especially night shifts too. Yeah. I work 6 PM to 6 AM. So I'm (laughs) sleeping during the day. Um, My days off aren't days off because I'm on that nighttime schedule. Mm -hmm. So I'm sleeping most of the day away. Like I kind of did today. I got mm-hmm. up at like 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but it causes my body to be very tired. Um, I'm losing a lot of vitamins, I guess you could say, by working night shift. I don't, I'm not out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, your body is used to eating during the day. So at night, like, I just forget to eat sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not eating as much. I'm not sleeping as much. I still try and go work out, but my body's so fatigued. So my workouts are, you know being affected by that Mm -hmm. too. And I don't know, my job is just a very big part of, I think the negative self-talk is when you're tired, Mm -hmm. you're sore. You have like a million things that you feel like you're crushing down on you. Yeah, and you're because where I work, I deal, I have about 70 inmates and we're very short staffed. So I have one person in tower and one person on the floor. So Mm -hmm. that's one person dealing with 70 inmates. Yeah. And so I'm usually that person on the floor. Um, when it comes to that job, yeah, I'm an officer, but I'm also a therapist. <laughs> I'm a janitor because I have to clean up after everyone. I have to I <clears throat> talk to these people mm-hmm. about their problems. I try and help them because they're people too. Like mm-hmm. it's not one of those to me where, oh, I go into work. These people did bad things. I'm not going to talk to them. No, I go in there every day. I talk to them. Mm-hmm. I treat them like people. I'll go back there. I'll crack jokes with them because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you're stuck with them. Yeah, you got really no choice. Yeah, so like. It is mentally exhausting for that, too, Mm -hmm. because I'm dealing with people and they're not allowed to touch me or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. sometimes you do have to touch them and, Mm -hmm. like, move them around and all that stuff. And it's just, it's very tiring and it definitely does affect (coughs) my workouts and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Because, you know, you'd say, like, you know, the type of working out that you do that, Mm because I know, is you lift weights a lot. Mm -hmm. For, I know for... A couple months ago, you were going through mandate, and it was re- looked really, really different. Yeah. I know sometimes, like, when I get really sick and tired of lifting weights, I even talked about this on my episode last week with my friend mm-hmm. Anya, is getting burnt out with the gym. Mm-hmm. So getting into more things. So, like, I've been getting really into running recently. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you will do when you are just exhausted, but you still want to be active to sort of keep that fitness mm-hmm. up? So for me, I kind of go back to when I was at Piedmont, <clears throat> and I'll pull up yoga Mm -hmm. on YouTube or something and follow along to that. But like for me, when I was in mandate a couple months, a month ago, um, 
it was a different kind of training. It was more endurance style training. So you're doing these hit workouts and all that stuff. I'm very used to strength training now. I don't do a lot of cardio anymore. Mm -hmm. So it was very different for me. And it actually made me more excited to be getting up at 4.30 in the morning and going and <laughs> training with a group of 28 different people that I barely knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gave me a break from strength training. So when I did end up, you know, not making it through a mandate that time, mm-hmm. I came back and I took about two weeks where I just had no motivation to do anything. Because, of course, when you fail at something, it sucks. It, it sucks and it affects your brain it affects how you think about things Mm -hmm. and for me I'm one of those people I don't like failure so it Mm -hmm. took a major toll on me Mm -hmm. so I took about two weeks where I was just didn't have motivation to do anything so when I finally got back with Jess and started talking to her about everything that happened we came up with a plan so I went right back into strength training and because I had been away from it for a month or so Mm -hmm. When I started again, I was just like, yes, this is what I missed. Mm -hmm. This is what I need to be doing. And so, like, going back to the car accident and stuff, when I had that happen, like, of course, I had to take a couple weeks off Mm -hmm. because, thankfully, I wasn't injured, but my body was sore and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those, like, you take breaks every now and then, and then you realize, like, you get back into it, and you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. it's it's your thing. That's, this is mine. That That's what I do a lot is when I'm, like, getting burnt out with the gym, I step away, and then I come back, and yeah. I'm like, ooh. And it's one of those things also where it's like riding a bike. Yeah. Like, you forget how strong you are. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I had one week where I was deadlifting, and I felt like, oh, this isn't good. Like, mm-hmm. I can't lift what I used to. And then the next week I came back after getting back into a normal eating schedule, <laughs> my, like, sleep, and I was just like, ooh, I didn't know I could still do this. <laughs> yeah, it this feels is great. Nice. It's definitely nice. Did with the whole mandate thing, how much did that affect your personal image? Because I know that like before you went, you were telling me because it was a lot more cardio based, you mm-hmm. were gonna slim up a lot and like yeah. you were all excited about that. But so it actually for me, I felt that was probably the best I felt in a while. But for me, it was one of those like I just it was different, so I felt really good about it. And I ended up like seeing different changes in my body because you know with strength training and stuff your goal is to gain muscle Mm -hmm. and get stronger so you're not like you can slim down and stuff but that wasn't my goal at the time Mm -hmm. and like even when I went to mandate I was still trying to go lift after I'd get out of class and stuff like that and -hmm. it was just one of those things to me where I noticed I was like whoa like I'm slimming down I have abs what is this (laughs) like I could actually see it so doing more cardio-based and endurance-based stuff while I was there I was just like okay So I kind of took some of that when I failed out and when I got back into strength training. So there are some days where I still do the workouts because I remember the workouts that we did. Mm -hmm. And so I'll do those, but it's like the best of both worlds for me right Mm -hmm. now. So when I'm not wanting to strength train, I'll do endurance stuff. Mm -hmm. And I go back and forth with it to keep it interesting for myself because I don't want to have that burnout again. Mm -hmm. And I am going back soon, so I am going to be doing a lot more endurance based. So I didn't want to lose that and be like first day, be like, Oh my god! You can't I'm breathe. dying. <laughs> my lungs are burning. Felt that, yeah. But so, what goals do you, with everything that you've had mm-hmm. in the past, you know, and knowing everything, what goals do you have for the future in regards to your physical fitness and you know, learning, not learning, but sort of being more comfortable with a personal image? Yeah, I mean, my goal right now, it's not really like image mm-hmm. wise, like how I see my like how I look Mm -hmm. to me right now, it's just being the best version of myself, like pushing myself to be better, do better, 
because there's always room to grow. There's always improvements we can make on ourselves. And I guess just improving, like, I guess my self-love. Yeah. In a way. And not letting, like, things I see on social media and all that stuff affect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what advice do you have for people who are dealing with personal image or weight loss issues? Um, just keep pushing. It's one of those where you feel like you want to give up and it's one of the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. But it'll be one of those things, like, especially when I was going through it, you see those little changes and the little goals, like your pants being a little looser, your shirt Mm -hmm. being a little looser, being more comfortable, being able to go an extra five minutes on something. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things you just have to keep pushing and don't give up because giving up, you're never going to reach the goals that you have for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Very good advice. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast, being a guest. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of the Fate People Problems podcast. Make sure to check out my weekly blog post that corresponds with each podcast episode, posted every Tuesday at 2 on my website. What my guests and I talk about on my podcast each week, I will give my own thoughts and opinions on there. You can find my website, which is linked in the bio of my Instagram, at fitpeopleproblems underscore. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to tune in next week, Monday at 1. I'm your host, Rowan Edmonds, and this has been the Fit People Problems Podcast.